Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number seven and the last one for this week for Friday, October 12th. What a journey this week has been in this lesson and we are finishing with uh, quite a, uh, an appeal. I love it. Uh, I'm going to read this to you. It says, There are varied minds to be reached that some will reject the truth as it is presented by one laborer only to open their hearts to God's truth as it is presented by, in a different manner, by another laborer. You know, this goes right hand in hand what we talked about earlier this week about one person saying, I am of Apollos, I am of Paul. And maybe the reason they felt this way is because Apollos made more sense than Paul, or Paul made more sense than Peter, or Peter made more sense. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? I like how this person explains it. I get it when he explains it. And so there are different minds. And it says here um, that these some minds will reject the truth when it's presented by a laborer. But they may uh, receive this truth is presented by another laborer. You know, parents go through this all the time when we tell our kids, do this, do this, do this. And we, you know, grow tired of telling them to do this. A stranger comes by and says it once. And wow, you know, I've never heard this before. Well, <laughs> we've been telling them all along, right? So that's because different minds relate to the message in different ways. And the way that I explain things may, re may resonate with certain people. But another person may come along or I mean, but I can present the same way to other people, and they're like, ah, oh, I don't get it. That guy with the, with the accent, ew, I don't know, I don't know what he was talking about. But someone else may, may talk about the same topic to them, and they'll get it, which to me is beautiful. You know, it, it lets us know that I am not a Swiss Army knife, and neither are you. We're not a Swiss Army knife. We are just the parts of it. You know, some of us are scissors. Some of us are the blade. Some of us are that file. Some of us that is that little thing that pops out and you use it to pick your teeth. We, we, we are different parts of this knife, but not all of us are the entirety. Paul, of course, used the, the analogy of the, of, the, of the body. But I, I do want to bring a, a caution in a Bible verse to conclude this. Um, there's potential here for division. And I don't know if you caught it. Um, they are varied minds to be reached and that, that some will reject the truth as it is presented by one laborer only to open their hearts to God's truth as it is presented by a different manner by another laborer. What potential is there for this unity? Do you see it? I see it. What if I'm that laborer that presents it and they reject my presentation and then another comes along and presents it in a different way, and they receive it from that laborer. What potential is there? Do you see it? That's why the Word of God continually admonishes us to embrace the worldview of humility, meekness, gentleness. I want to read to you a verse um, from Philippians chapter 1, verse 15. Starting in verse 15, it says, this is New King James, some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains. But the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed to, for the defense of the gospel. 18. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. I'm going to read it again from the New Living Translation. It says, And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped me. Oh, sorry, I'm starting from verse 12 in the New Living Translation. Verse 15. 
It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains even more painful to me. But those that preach with good motives preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. But that doesn't matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice, and I will continue to rejoice. What an appeal for me, that if I present something and someone rejects it, but then someone else comes along and presents that truth and they accept it, what should be my response? To rejoice. What a beautiful way to end this lesson this week. Lord, guard our hearts from jealousy and strife, competition and rivalry. I don't want to be a preacher that preaches Jesus with rivalry, with envy and strife. I want to preach with true motives. I want to teach Jesus with true motives. I want to be the preacher that if someone that says no because of the way I present it and someone else comes and presents it and they say, yes, I accept, I rejoice. Let us let this be the mind of Christ that is in us, that we rejoice that people are accepting our Savior into their lives and choosing to commit their lives to Him. I want to read that again. So I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice. Amen.